Yeah. Welcome, welcome. That has a groove to it, man. That, I love that hearing is so that good. Beat. That is the sound of people learning how to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. Closers Mindset episode 21. That's right. Listen up, folks. Listen up. That's what it's all about, oh, that's right? That's the topic. That's the topic. Listen Here, I'm up. thinking we just need them to listen up. We do. So, yeah, we need to <laughs> listen to the podcast and listen up to the episode. And today's uh, lesson is listening up. Yeah. Uh, we got some of our own lessons, uh, some successes and failures, and there's also some takeaways on on how important it is in listening and and what we do and and how we do it in this game. So we've talked a lot about listening. I just it, it needs its own portion. episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's probably one of the most important ones of all the ones we listen to. Right. It's the key to being successful in this business is listening. And I was talking. So how how this came to me, I, and we come to our ideas jointly on what we're going to talk about at the end of the day but i, I mean just before this podcast i was listening to a buddy talk about you know he, he's not even in sales but he, he he's been listening to our podcast how cool is that <laughs> got listeners dude um and, and he was going out into his field of work and was, yeah i was thinking i i got i'm in a closer's mindset now <laughs> and i gotta close these deals dude i'm like that's sick and I'm not saying he was doing this, but I think a lot of the temptation for people is that it, that urge can almost carry you into what? Talking, trying to close a deal. Well, we always want to talk. We want to, naturally as humans, we want to one up. We want to share our story. Yep. And you gotta, we feel like the words reel people in. I have to be persuasive. A lot of people think sales is about persuasion. Anytime I feel like I'm being persuasive, in my back of my mind, I'm like, shut up, shut up, you know? But you're like, why can't I stop talking right? I'm trying to persuade. It's, it's never the solution, ironically. You'll find out more listening than by talking. Yeah. It's hard to do. I, I fail with this all the time. I'll be the first to raise my hand. I love to talk. I love to hear my own voice. It's hard to listen. Yeah. I, so some of the tricks of the trade... You've you have to learn. You have to bite your tongue you or bite your cheek. You have a scar back there. Now? I got a scar back there because I bite because I don't want to talk. I literally yep. have to talk myself into biting. That physically to, do that. Physically or to I'll, mentally yeah. tell yourself. I, I knew a rep one time that took a tack and put a tack on their in, inside their shoe just enough to, boom, this, and, and they would put their foot down just enough to feel that pain so they shut up. Wow. <laughs> Weird little things, right? So tacks, okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying. Had a buddy had a chainsaw. I was just yeah, like, <laughs> you know. Your finger comes off if you speak. Yep. <laughs> hey, ma'am, if I start talking, you have full permission to cut off my fingers. <laughs> oh, that took it too far. So I, I, my encouragement was to him, and again, not knowing what his approach was fully, but I, I said, listen, you can go at it uh, one of two ways, and one is the way we're tempted to do it. The other way is if you go out and listen and just say, hey, tell me your dreams. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you're looking for. Tell me what, what your ideal situation is. It's not in, in home sales. You know, he's not doing home improvements. So I was just giving more generic verbiage and stuff. And I said, if, if you listen to someone genuinely tell you about their dreams for 30 minutes, it's all you have to say is, I can help make that happen. I also want to add there for the in-home sales and not just home improvement sales, because um, I, I have a, a other half who was in the business of in-home sales and reminded me very quickly that uh, waterproofing is a first call closed in-home sales mm. that was done for a while. Uh, and so is water treatment. 
um, quite a bit. Yeah. So, um, those two are in there as well. So. My brother used to sell air purifiers. Air purifiers in the home. Yep. Big demo. I remember sitting there. And Vacuums having... are still sold, surprisingly. Yep. There are a few out there that are still. Encyclopedias. Like, that's yeah. a whole, like. Well, there's no encyclopedia. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot anymore. <laughs> go way back. <laughs> but I think that's like what people originally think of when they think in home sales is like, oh, you're, what are you selling the vacuum? Yep. I've got the best product in the world, Mr. Jones. You know, like, <laughs> what's wrong with saying that? I like that. That's good <laughs> no, stuff. Nothing, but you just, you can picture the guy. So, this, so I know we're going off a little bit, but the whole yeah. idea of listening up and, and the key to this is this is going to be one of the, the most important parts of the disciplines that you can do in in home sales and first call, close sales is listen up. Uh, I mean, I would literally put this as step one. And the reason why it's so important is because if you do just what Caps just said and really just lay it out there, tell me what you're looking to do, how you're looking to do it, your dreams. Hey, what else have you seen out there? That's another great, just listening to their, asking a ton of questions. And if you don't have a lot of questions to ask, you better write them down. Right. I remember one time my boss a long time ago was in the bath business and it made us write down, he made us write down every question we could think of. And we, I mean, literally took an hour and we wrote down probably 50 different questions we can ask right. in, in, that, in that bathroom scenario. And you're not going to ask everyone every time. But if you have the more questions you know, the better off you are, right? The more right. prepared you are. I think, too, as, as you're talking, I'm thinking about asking the question out of a genuine curiosity. Whether you pre-planned it or not or whatever, but I think so many guys are like, well, if I ask this question, then that's going to be about my product. And I could say this. And it's not that that's not true, but they're thinking that as the person's answering. So sure, they asked the question, but now they're not listening up because they're already thinking about, I set them up with that question because I know my product's going to do X, Y, Z to help them with that. So if I can find out, so that I would, I, and this is coming to me, you know, we, we have our new step selling process that we're going to be putting out there. I think it's listen up. It is listen up. Not needs first- assessment. I think those are different. A needs assessment is part of this, but a gen, if you, you you could not do a needs assessment if you were genuinely just asking questions as a human being. Help me understand what's going on here. Why it's, am I here? You still got to do that. Well, it, it is the needs assessment, but I think too many guys go in the mindset of, I got to do my needs assessment. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you hear what you just said? I got to do my needs assessment, and that's exactly what every rep does. They have to do their needs assessment. Right. It's not the customer's right. needs assessment. Right. So if we listen up to the customer's needs and then we take those needs and here's what we, every rep misses, myself included, take the time to write that shit down. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you're not taking the time to write down the notes, what are you doing? Take the time to write the notes down so you can truly give a real assessment. Like you're like you're a doctor Imagine or you're like just... a mechanic or anybody else. Right. You write down the assessment right. of the vehicle or the assessment of whatever else you're doing. Yeah, the doctor's not just going to say okay and then kind of go off of what he thinks. Right. Right? If you're at if you have someone serving tables, there are some that do remember it all, but most of them write it down for mm-hmm. your order, right? That's the thing. Yeah. So, write it down but it's pay attention to the customer. Even... That's the whole idea of listening up. Yep. And listening up is not just listening. It, 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 it's making sure that you have that situational awareness that you're observing everything in the room and you're shutting up. And you're letting the customer talk and you're allowing them to continue on and you don't want to one up them. You don't want them to share a story. And then you try to share a similar story to be likable with them. No, let them share and just say, yeah, I had a similar story as that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then shut up and then let them talk again. 
you want to just add little sprinkles and let them talk more. It, it, it'll it'll do wonders for you. Yeah. You know, find out more about the customer. Ask them if they had looked at any other projects in their home. Ask them how long they've lived there. Why they choose this neighborhood. If you find something that's interesting to you, find out about that. What's their wants, dreams, and desires? How long have they been thinking about doing this project? Right. Why now? Why did you decide to call us? All valid questions. Right? Yeah. You, but we don't ask half these questions. We assume them. Yep. Why? Why not ask? Hey, have you, at, have you looked at any materials out there? Right. What'd you see? Have you seen anything you liked? Have you seen any colors you liked? While you've been in your neighborhood, have you seen any styles or anything, depending if you're doing something on the exterior of the home? Yeah, especially with that. I was at a a house the other day with siding, you know? Have you seen any houses like that with siding that you like? So easy. But we we, we tend to not ask, and we go by our own assessments, and we don't want to listen to the customer because we want to fix it. We want to tell them what our solution is. That's and we don't exactly. even know what the problem right. is yet. And then we, we want to wanna, tell them our solution. Yep. And then we go there. Oh, that's bad. This is, oh, you need this, this, this. You know, um, and then most people go towards, uh, they gravitate towards the lower cost that they can, which I don't understand. I don't understand that either. Go high. Who cares? It's not about the cost. It's not. People just want to get the work done and they want somebody to solve the yep. problem so they don't have to deal with it anymore. That's it. That's all I ever wanted. Yep. So, I was using the metaphor earlier with them, and I, 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 I like metaphors. So I, I said, you know, if your dentist, for instance, tells you after an assessment, hey, um, you, you've got gingivitis, we're going to have to do a deeper clean to uh, get rid of that. And then your doctor says, and it's going to be $400, and your doctor says, um, you have a bone protruding through your skin. You don't care how much money that costs. That urgency to what you're just saying, like, it's not about the money. It's about how badly they need their pain point solved to be their pain point solved. Not your solution, but their pains put with a balm over their... Take that a little bit to the extreme, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> I get it. I, I, I love the example. It's that idea of, like... It's it, making people, my arm hurt a little bit, but I like the example. When people truly need something... By means of understanding through their own experience what it is that they, they have pain when they and you help them understand that they truly need something, not not your product, but that you you're helping them understand they have pain. And and that money doesn't matter anymore because what you have to offer solves that. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I agree. And I think I'm trying to differentiate between a needs assessment and listen up because people have taken this needs assessment into something too literal that they have to do. It's theirs now. So. What else? (laughs) What else do you feel is important on listening up from your own experiences? Give me some of the things that you feel you need to work on. Um, I had an installation today and man, they loved the the product that they got they loved it but during it it broke my heart because he said during the installation i didn't realize that i could have done this oh dude i just was like oh here's the thing that the thing he we offer what he was talking about 
but no one ever sells it because it's so expensive and there's aftermarket products that are you know much more like operate more functionally and you name it you know what i mean but uh i just was like man i I was sitting there kicking myself if i had done the more he went he went with me but if i had truly gotten to his knees because he said when i'm sitting at the couch i don't want to have to get up and do xyz i want to press a button and that happens and that never came out in my assessment and in hindsight even though i got the sale I was kind of lazy because I walked in and it was a laid out, dude. They knew what they wanted. They had been to the showroom. They'd seen everything. They just told me, we want this, 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 and this. And I put it on paper and they said, how much is that? I said, this much? They said, okay, let's do it. That's how the sale went. And I walked out thinking, great, 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 great. And now I'm like, I, I could have actually helped him even that much more. It's not about the money to me. It's not about that. But I could have helped him with that pain point because now he's got to get off his couch to do what he's got to do you know what i mean so that that is my confession that's an example of even though you make the sales sometimes you're still not listening and that would have increased the sale from a business perspective that would have been better because it would have really increased the sale and if he really wanted it who am i to tell him not to buy it that's part of listening too. stop paying stop using your checkbook and wallet to pay for people's projects if you hear someone say, like, you know, it, it's tempting when a rental guy calls you and says, hey, I, I want to meet with you. I want to talk about your product. And you know you're not rental grade. You know there's cheap options out there that most landlords go with. And you have to bite your tongue and be like, tell me what you're looking for. What do you want? And I gave the guy the price just recently on something like that. And he was like, well, that's way more than dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, well, you understand we're, we're a premium product. But you talk, you brought me into the fold knowing that, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. You're doing a good job listening right now. How about you? <laughs> I'm good. Tell me more. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not biting this time, Lynch. <laughs> but that's your. That's your tool. What do, you, what do you mean? Tell me more. Yes, and what else? Just what you're doing right now. What am I doing? You're asking questions, little ones, that spur the conversation forward. And does what else? Makes the person talk, because I can't stop talking. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> silence is deadly. Yep. Nobody is, nobody like, it's very uncomfortable, especially when you're in a intentional conversation, not to talk. I do it with my wife, and oh, I get in so much trouble. <laughs> But hey, but, but, but she does it to me as well, okay? Right. And we bust each other on it too, to the point now where I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't, because I'll like half pay attention. But it's just listening. And if we can pay full attention and listen, it's so good, especially in the home when you're having that intent conversation, right? Right? Right. By the way, I never let a customer get off on not answering me. I will ask a second time when they say, when I say, so you would agree with this, yes? And if they don't say yes to me, I don't move on. If right. you're not strong enough to ask that question again. So, Caps, you do agree with me, yes? Well, I, I just want to yeah, say, because no, that's yeah. what they'll try to do. Yeah. Well, they won't say anything. They'll just look at you. And I'll just that, well, you do agree, yes? I'll ask one more time. And if they don't say anything, that's it. Then something's weird, something's off. I don't know. I mean, I've had it happen where, you know, that get that straight stare. Yep. And those, those people, even though it's strange, they, for the reason they buy. <laughs> do 
Uh, but I'm going to ask that. And then also, especially in the closing scenario, it's going to be real important to listen up. I think, I think some of the most important parts of listening up is the very beginning when you're going over uh, what you're there to do and how you can help them. And always in the beginning, you want to listen up and ask as many questions as possible. I, I think you should always come up with at least 50 questions, if not more. I know it sounds crazy, at least 50. The more questions you ask, the better off you are because you're going to allow that customer to talk. They're going to feel empowered. Yep. They're going to feel like you're listening to their wants, needs, and desires, and they're going to, allow, and they're going to uh, go forward with it. We'll cut this part out. Just swipe. You got to swipe it or it's going to go off again. Swipe it. Swipe it. <laughs> Hand me the phone. <laughs> Sorry, we have a phone delay here. I have yep. no idea how to work this phone. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. So I got to listen up. Okay. So <laughs> for that brief interruption of the phone there, uh, what we were talking about listening up in the beginning and in the close and listen up beginning with the questions is important because the more questions you ask, the better it is, the more information you gather. The important part of that is take your time. We're so quick to rush into the presentation. That's not the part of this. That's not the pitch. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not the pitch. Forget about the presentation. The real pitch, the real deal is going to be when you are in that freaking, what do you even call it, needs, inspections, investigation, um, inquiry, whatever you're going yep. to do. That list, most companies give you a list of questions to use. Find those questions, use those, and then come up with common sense questions too. What made them want to do this project? What, you know, what is it about their project they're envisioning making it look like? Whys? You know, do they have any, you know, any of the desires or anything? Find the pain points. Yeah. And then after you find all that information, do a very detailed inspection of your own. Get on your hands and knees. Get the flashlight out. Get the level out. Get whatever tools you need out to use those for whatever you're doing. If you're doing the water business, get your water samples out. If you're in the roofing business, uh, there's all kinds of crazy. I have a buddy in that business. They use drones now and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that. In the window business, they got thermometers and things like that. And um, in the uh, door business, they got air things. And uh, insulation business, they got air things they can use. So there's all different tools that can be used in each and every part of this business. The siding is really cool. I was just, uh, that's what they, you can now in the siding, you can do where you can just touch it and they can change the whole color of the house. I have to take a picture of it. Oh, nice. So they can, people can see it and they can envision it. Yep. And that's why, you know, before in one of our episodes, we talk about pictures being powerful. Right. That's really powerful too. And also listening to your customers. So when you're giving them some of these commitments and asking them to commit, you need to listen to their commitments. Because you might think they committed, but they didn't. Well, because they don't tie it down. Tie downs right. are so important. It, it was taught to me a long time ago, commitments and bridges. So you got to get that commitment, tie it down, and bridge it to the next step. Get the commitment, tie it down, bridge it to the next step. That's good. So I get my commitment. Yes, I tie it down. So why do you feel that way? Shut up and listen. This is the important part of listening up. And everything they say right there, you really want to be a good closer, you write it down. I'm not even that good sometimes <laughs> yeah, because I good. just think I'm good enough. I don't that's need to good. write it down. But when you write it down, it shows that the customer that you're listening, yeah. you're taking their information down. And then you can say, well, folks, this is what you said earlier when you're doing the close in the end. Right. So and, and the important part is the end also. So when you're asking that close and you're asking with attention, so Mr. and Mrs. Jones, you know, based on everything we you know looked at today and all the savings that you're going to have here, it doesn't it just make sense to either put this on an easily monthly investment or do 12 months same as cash. Which one works better for you? The 12 months. Great, great. 
you'll just go ahead and sign right here. We'll do a great job for you. I'm closing every time. So I'm always going to give them an, what I call an options close. All right. That options close is key, but you got to let them say it. And they may say, well, no, I need to think about it. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the famous one. This is going to be, it's going to be one of our next episodes. Could you email me that? Yeah. That's going to be one of our next episodes because oh, that, that, that happens all. You hear that line all the time, right? I put the price down. I shut up. And everybody I'll in their there. car right now is nodding their head, yep. going, "Can you just email me that?" Can, like, uh, dude, if I hear that shit one more that? time. <laughs> oh, my I haven't even goodness. thought of that as an objection yet. Like, it, I knew that, it is. That is the objection yeah, nowadays. We hear, "Can you just?" It's so uh, easy. Just email me that. Quote. Can you just email me that? <laughs> and the reason why we're getting that is because we haven't given them enough information to make them feel comfortable, or it is a smoke screen in the very beginning if someone says that to me so i'm going to give you this option and this is where you listen up right so you say well can you just email me that right and i go caps no problem i can do that no problem at all do that for every customer i'll go ahead and get that email which email is good i'm going to verify and i'm going to let you know that you win i'm listening to you right which i'm going to write down your email address even mm -hmm. though i might already have it i'm yeah. writing it down yeah. the reason why i'm doing this is i'm taking my time I'm listening up to them. I'm You're writing. buying yourself more time in the home. Yes. Without and I'm also like, taking oh, my hold time Hold on, hold on. I gotta tell you. Well, what do you mean you need to think about it? What do you mean? You just said we could do business. See, we, there's so many times that people want to uh, do a conflict with that. Right. And this is why listening up is so important. And you knew, then at this, and this is, what we, this is where we really teach you how to close, okay? Why, you know, you want to do the Be a Better Closer webinar so you get <laughs> skilled in this. So in this, when you're closing with this individual and they tell you, well, just email to that to me. No problem. I'll email, let me get this and I'll do that, do that for every customer. And I understand how you feel and why you said that. Most of our customers do that knee jerk reaction as well. Actually, Mrs. Smith felt the same way. Yep. This is what Mrs. Smith found when she went ahead and she went ahead and placed an order while we were there. We just kind of talked through a couple of things and she just wanted to be 100% comfortable with everything. Here's the review that she wrote about us. Mrs. Jones, we're going to do a great job for you, too. Again, which is better for you, monthly payment or down payment? <laughs> right? Yeah. Because if you... All I'm doing is revert. I'm, I'm sorry. I meant to say to monthly it. payment or the 12-month savings cash, cash yeah, yeah. whatever. I, I what you but the, uh, You're I, getting back to the question. I'm getting back to that. I'm We're bringing it back defensive. down to payment and terms. Okay. Yep. Now, I thought that was a smoke screen. I listened to her. We went back and forth. Now she tells me, that's the objection again. Well, now I still need you to email me. No problem. Email to me. What specifically do you want me to email you? And then I'm going to go over the project. And then I'm going to go back to all that stuff I wrote down because I was listening and right. I wrote down all that stuff. Now I can use that. And that's why it's so important to listen and taking your time. Listening and taking your time are probably two of the key things. Listening. But if you listen enough in the beginning, taking your time. if you do that right, listening in the beginning yep. and get all that information and really they buy in, it's going to be a lot easier to close in the end. See, that's the whole idea. I could teach closing all day long on how you can go back and forth and we can dance on the closing methodology, but I'd rather teach you how to close before you get there. Let me, let me ask you a question, Caps. Would you rather work on how to close more closing techniques and close after close after close or just learn how to get a yes when you give the price? Lay down would be much better. <laughs> Why? It, it's all around easier for everyone. Just makes sense? It makes sense. To do business that way. It's funner too, isn't it? It's a lot more fun. Yeah. <laughs> for the customer too. It is because they're excited. They're, they're they genuinely excited. excited when you get to that point. That's why I love laydowns. It's not because my job was ultimately easier that day. It's because I know they're not going to cancel on me because they're happy. 
Well, you say lay downs, and let's just get this right. I'm always people say, "Oh, yeah, to lay down." Lay downs are created, though. Right? They aren't just always a lay down. I've been to a previous customer where I've been kicked out the house. Right. <laughs> right. Just didn't listen enough, or I did, or didn't do something right. But right. they're not always. I always say lay downs are created. Oh, 100 percent. I agree. Absolutely. 100 percent agree. Um, yeah. anything else you want to add for listening that you feel is so important and important in this? I mean, I would say in the very beginning, it's super important. And in the very end, it's super important. I just think when you really, I think when you slow down your mind, period, you listen to words. And, and that's where the sales that I find I'm very effective at, because I'm, I'm not selling 90% of my, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that guy yet either. I'm growing. But the ones that I know, like, man, I really did my job well. And that's why I got the sale. It's because I was really slowed down and not in a rush to get anywhere. But it's deeper than that. I heard every word. Because when you hear that, I mean, you, you watch documentaries where it's like, you know, well, Jimmy was a surfer. And, you know, if I had just really heard him, he'd been telling me about his problems all you know, that kind of stuff. Like that, that's like this common theme in humanity is like, oh, if we just really heard people, not, we really, you know, so hear every word because the, the truth is in the words. You know, when they say, when, that's why I love the question. It's a simple question. Why did you move to this neighborhood? What are some answers they're going to give? Oh, it's, it's safe. We love that. Or, oh, they have a lot, lots of kids. We love that. And it's so easy just to be like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, I expect that. That's a good answer. I knew they were going to say that. I just asked a question to make you feel rapport. Like, that's what people do. They ask the questions. I want to build rapport. So I'm asking these questions. But if you listen... The first one was about safety. You just learned that value there. The second one was about kids. You just learned that value there. So what's your product have to do with how their kids are going to be interacting with their product? The third one is about, oh, you know, it just was really affordable. We just needed a home to get into. I mean, you're going to learn so much from whatever's about to come out of their mouth. And when you actually hear the words and not just hear them and move on, but you listen to every word they're saying. There's so What else are you going to pick up on when you ask all these questions? I don't know. Buying patterns. Buying patterns. Yeah, hundred percent. So you'll get buying patterns. You'll also get from then if they've been shopping already, you also will find out what their intention is, how they found out about you, how far along they are in the process. You'll find out and why you want to ask the questions. I've had it happen to me that the people already had knew people that had the work done. I didn't know till the end because I didn't ask the questions. It would have been much easier if I'd known that. Right. I got to order, but I should have known that. <laughs> right. It's shame yep. on me. Yep. But it, you got to ask all those questions. Yep. Has, has ever bitten you? Let's talk about the other side real quick. Have you ever been bitten the ass because you didn't ask enough questions? All the time. I, I, here's what I think. I truly believe I don't know I've been bitten the ass because I didn't ask. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't know that. When I hear a no and you get the no, we're not going to move forward, we're going with this other company or whatever. I can assume, but it, it's highly likely that the sales I'm not getting, I, I believe a, a, a sales, a true closer, can, like I've said this before, can close any person, any day, any situation, any, like that, that is my aspiration. I have to keep that in mind. So when I get a no, I know it's because I didn't do my job well. I like that attitude. Right. I like that attitude. So no, I didn't listen well enough, or you would have said yes, because I am the solution for you. So 
I'd probably try to pitch my solution to you instead of digging deeper. I like it. Yeah. So dig deeper, listen more, take notes. Slow down. Be a closer. Let's go. Closers listen. I gotta listen more. <laughs> I think well, that's the takeaway for both of us. Like, shit, we gotta listen more. <laughs> I know. Because I'm so apt to talk. This is one of the things that I work on. Again, that's we're, why we we're ever this, evolving so and growing. But yeah. <laughs> shut up when we leave. <laughs> we gotta shut up when we have to. <laughs> Anyways, listen up to another podcast. We thank you for your time today. Yep. And we're Love out. Love you guys. Peace.